Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the first episode of the Horror Heroes Tournament here on Blah Blah Podcast. That's right. We're kicking off another fun character-driven tournament. And if you like what you hear, you can subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, iTunes, or Podbean, or all three. I am Jason Green, and with me, as always, is Sean Smith. Hello. What's up, my man? Hello. Hello. Also with us today is Seal's biggest fan, Evan Moore. Baby! Baby! Kiss from a rose <laughs> on the gray. Ooh, the da 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 something you feel. Are you in the shower right now, Evan? No. Why? I don't know. I just... Because I sing beautifully? It sounds yes. like you're in a bathroom. <laughs> oh, sorry. Oh. Are you in the bathroom? Oh. <laughs> no, I'm not. It's all right. Also with us today is Stone Cold Steve Coltis. Yeah, thank you for having me on the horror tournament. I love horrors. Uh, no, no, this I is... love banging. <laughs> no, no, Steve, this, <laughs> is, this, is, this is horror. And... Oh, 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 it's like the plural. Yeah, and rounding out this crew is the tournament tycoon himself, Mr. Dan Katz. Welcome to prime time, bitch. A little, little low there, buddy. You want to say that again? I said, welcome to prime time. Oh, my welcome, God. Bitch. Can we get our mics in, in check? Jesus. <laughs> Who the fuck? Welcome to prime time. did a mic check. Dan, I heard a rumor that between every one of our tournaments, you go into a hibernation for the next one. Is that, is that true? Yeah, just like uh, Marvel Cinematic Universe films, too. <laughs> um, ladies and gentlemen, uh, before we get the ball rolling on the tournament here, we all just want to say um, our best wishes and thoughts and prayers out to everyone affected by that terrible, terrible tragedy in Las Vegas the other day. That was a hell of a thing to wake up to, and Vegas is definitely one of my favorite cities. I, I absolutely love that place. So, uh, yeah, best wishes, thoughts and prayers, great vibes to um, everyone affected by that terrible, terrible instance. Horrible, horrible stuff, man. It really is. But let's uh, not sour the mood too much. Let's get on with the show. Sean, please explain to any newcomers what we are doing exactly. So as we mentioned, this is the Horror Heroes bracket, and uh, we've assembled 32 of the best and most well-known uh, hero characters from uh, numerous uh, classic uh, horror movies. Um and uh, they're going to be fighting off in, in the, the uh, a normal bracket tournament. And if you want to take a look at the bracket, you can go on to our uh, Twitter page. I think I forgot to put it on the Facebook page. I'll have to go I'll do that. Do I'll just do it right now. But uh, but you can check it out on uh, all of our social media if you want to look at the bracket as we go, go along. And uh, the way this works is, just as we had before, three categories per matchup. Uh, the first one being uh, the character survival ability, uh, strength of their threat, and a head-to-head fight between the two characters. Um, so I think we got it all pat down. So let's start with our first uh, matchup. Uh, all right. Number one seed, Ellen Ripley from the Alien series. Uh, four, Get away from her, you bitch. Four film appearances. Uh, her yeah, major... Ripley 8's not the same person. <laughs> well, it's close enough. I oh. want Billy Eichner to say that line, that famous bitch line. Get away from her, you bitch! Oh, that'd be funny. <laughs> also, I should probably... Just randomly all an American Horror Story this season. Yeah. I should probably also mention that in uh, all these categories, I did not include any remake characters. So, 
for example, uh, we're going to get into a couple characters who were in remakes. Don't include them. They're not, they don't count. Okay. Um, so uh, Ripley, for film appearances, her major threat is a xenomorph, um, and her weapons include flamethrowers and uh, futuristic technology. And she's facing off against number 16 seed Paul Sheldon <laughs> from the movie Misery. Uh, one film appearance, his major threat is Annie Wilkes. And uh, <laughs> his weapons include a ground-based attack and a typewriter. Mm, good typewriter. All right, who wants to start off this new tournament? Um, John, how about you go? <laughs> All right. Um, well, as far as our categories go, I would say definitely a Xenomorph is much more dangerous than Annie Wilkes. So mm-hmm. I will give... Uh, <laughs> I'll give Ripley the benefit of the doubt on that one. Survival ability, they uh, they both survived. Uh, Ripley, you could argue maybe lost by Alien Three, but she still survived a couple movies. Um, and as far as the fight goes, Sheldon's in a wheelchair. I don't know how well he could do in a fight, so I'm hmm. gonna go with Ripley. Okay, uh, I will go with Ripley as well. Pretty much for those same reasons. <laughs> Anybody else? Yeah, Ripley. Ripley. Yeah, I uh, don't think Paul's got much of a chance. Is anybody for Paul? No, I'm for. I was gonna say Ripley too. I mean, she's got flamethrowers and she fights an alien, not a not crazy Kathy Bates. <laughs> I mean, she could have pretty alien. fucked up. Uh... <laughs> fucked up day to day lives, according to what happens in the movies. But I think Ripley's a little more fucked up. Yeah. And she survived it most of the time. All right. Well, well in that case, that means that uh, Ripley uh, will advance. So let's go to the next matchup. We have number eight seed, Sean from uh, Sean. Of, no, not me. Uh, from Sean of the Dead. Uh, one film appearance. His uh, major threat are zombies. And his weapons include a uh, cricket bat, a shotgun, and vinyl records. Mm. And uh, he's facing off against. Number nine seed, Sydney Prescott from the Scream series. Uh, four film appearances. Her major threat is uh, Ghostface, and her weapons include a, a gun, a knife, and a tube TV. Hmm. <sighs> Let's all not Man, start at once. Uh, I got to watch Sean. I'll, I'll, I'll go. Um, I feel like Sydney has the edge here considering she survived four serial killer sprees and sure the zombie thing happened but it was all like wiped up by the end of that movie and then everything's back to normal uh so i feel like threat level there i mean zombies could be more of a threat in numbers but the army's still intact but uh head to head i i think sean is just lucky in Shaun of the Dead. Like, he doesn't really yeah. like show proficiency. Sydney fucking has gone through some shit. So no, you're right about the lucky ahead. part. Like, I don't know. I'm still mulling over it. I kind of feel like they're equal. Head to head, I kind of feel Sean would win, though. But I haven't seen freaking screaming forever. I have no clue. Somebody save me. Steve, what do you think? Uh, I would probably, I mean, zombies are a pretty big threat just because, like, there's so many of them and they have that, like, pack mentality. But at the same time, like, 
Sean's the only one that manages to barely live. Him and his uh, him and his girlfriend, mm-hmm. and yeah, every one the, of their other. But if you think about it, uh, he didn't actually defeat the zombies. No, he got away. He like ran away, and then the army came in. Yeah, the 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 military like the the took them out. So technically, yeah, he he's kinda... fucking killed like every single one of the killers practically. But what, see, here's the problem: is how do you compare a zombie apocalypse to uh, deranged t- teenagers? It's a good point. Mm. It's like, yeah, she has defeated them, uh, the ghost face four times, but they were all just like dumb teenagers. And would she would she fare well in the zombie apocalypse? Uh, I'd before. argue that she probably would, considering each one of those attacks was almost like targeted at her, and she's always the one to make it out alive, and most of her friends get pretty fucked up. Evan, what do you think? Well, definitely, definitely from the Scream movies, because really the whole movie, Sean is kind of just like, you know, he's just like a lucky bastard. He doesn't really, you know, have any skills. He's kind of a big baby the whole time. She at least has skill. You know what I mean? And and he might be, I guess, if I say he's stronger, that might come off as like sexist, but I don't mean it that way. (laughs) But but it's in terms of like strength of will, definitely the girl from the screen movies. I mean, there's no there's really no contest because of how many times she's faced off against these killers. So I'm gonna give it to her. I think the whole humor of Shaun of the Dead comes from the fact that he's kind of a fool. Uh, I mean, he doesn't even know there is a zombie apocalypse for like the first 20 minutes of the movie or whatever it is. So yeah, when he's in the uh, supermarket. Yeah, yeah. So no, it definitely definitely the screen movies, 100. percent To me, it, it comes down to the fight because I, I feel like. Definitely, Sean had a a, a bigger uh, threat, but um, Sydney was able Sydney's to survive like more. Like a fucking bullseye marksman at this point, Sean couldn't hit the broad side of a building. Sure. So I think it, it would then boil down to the fight, and you know, maybe experience would help Sydney because she has done this so many times. Sean was just bumbling around the zombie apocalypse with nothing more than just a couple weapons. And even most of the ideas that they had weren't even his ideas. So I'm curious if uh, if if she would just take him out immediately. And that's kind of where I might be leading. But yeah, I think no, we... I agree with that. OK, so uh, Steve, are, who are you on again? Uh, I'm going to probably end up just saying Sydney because she's uh, she goes she gets through four movies. And by the end of it, she's pretty, you know, she knows how to fight really well. And she she's fighting against the like, even if they are just uh, teenagers, it's a, it's a sentient, thinking, calculating killer. Like, even if it just has like the capacity of a teenager, that's still um, that's still pretty dangerous. And zombies are dangerous, too. Don't get me wrong, especially in like the horror world kind of scheme of things. But uh. Sean barely makes Sean barely makes it out of one movie, and she survives four. So I'll have to go with her. All right, cool. All right. Well, that means uh, Sydney moves on to the next round. So uh, Sean, I'm sorry. Sean, I'm sorry you lost, man. It's okay. No, it's <laughs> it's okay. Uh, let's go to the, the the next matchup. We have number five seed, the Ghostbusters. Uh, Which one? 2016. Or? <laughs> well, if it's not 2016, they already win. Two Done. film appearances. <laughs> that should tell you everything you need to know. Yep. Um, their major threats are Gozer and Vigo the Carpathian, and uh, their weapons are the proton packs. And uh, they're facing off well, against those slow jobs. No, that's not a weapon, Jason. 
Oh. <laughs> uh, they're facing oh. number 12 seed Mike Pearson from the Phantasm series. Uh, four film appearances. Uh, his major threat is the tall man, and his weapons are teamwork. Ghostbusters win because they have teamwork and proton packs. End of conversation. <laughs> hmm. I'm I'm unfamiliar with Mike Pearson. I'm gonna Google him. Hopefully, I don't uh, get some weirdo. Oh, I got I would... Mike Pearson, a Canadian American <laughs> pharmaceutical company executive. Yep, is that's that who right. Talking about? Yep, that's him. Okay. Cool. I think Ghostbusters win, Jason. Oh, okay. Yeah, they beat the pharmacy guy. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, I don't, like, Mike Pearson's been through some shit, but he seems like he's a little bit of a disadvantage against four people with proton packs in a fight. I think the threat level kind of equal. Like, mm. one's comedy, but the other one's, like, dark as fuck. But he looks really like a Ghostbusters villain. Powerful. Well, has then, has, uh, has the tall man ever taken over an entire city? Nah, I mean, this is the last movie supposed to be like have like I didn't see it yet, but the the last one has like a dark future where there's tons of fucking well, spheres and shit. I don't think it would matter because Mike Pearson's not in it, so yeah. Oh, yeah. Good <laughs> point. I haven't seen it, so I wouldn't know. <laughs> Saw the other ones. Um, yeah, I'm pretty sure that ability. Ghostbusters kind of win by default in this one. Yeah. I mean, as far as survival ability goes, Ghostbusters, they survived two movies, but they, yeah, they had a challenge, but I don't really feel like they overcame something that was like insurmountable. You know what I mean? I mean, mm-hmm. it's also supernatural threats. I mean, they're both going up, going up against supernatural beings. Um, I think the numbers do help the Ghostbusters. I just, I, I wonder if, um, you know what? I'm just, I, I would say Ghostbusters probably take two out of three anyway, regardless of the fight. Because my, 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 my feeling is that the Ghostbusters don't really, only in the in the new one do they actually like physically fight the ghosts. Uh, yeah. Like doing like WWE moves. Yeah, like they never actually really fought any of the ghosts. They just used science to combat them. So, you know, maybe e- they could use that. To- Egon tried to beat the crap out of the EPA guy. <laughs> well, how'd that work out? He almost got to him, but they broke him up. <laughs> but, this man yeah. has no dick. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm going yeah. Go- Ghostbusters. I okay. will go Ghostbusters as well. Yeah, GB all the way. 1987. <laughs> I mean, no question, Ghostbusters. Yeah. All right. Well, that means the Ghostbusters will move on. Uh, Yay. And uh, the next matchup, we have number four seed, Danny Torrance from The Shining. Rom ham. Rom ham. (laughs) Fuck. (laughs) Uh, One film appearance. His major threats are Jack Torrance and The Overlook Hotel. Um, Doesn't Danny come back in like that Doctor Sleep Stephen King book or something? He's a vampire. Sure, he's the main character of that book. <laughs> oh, it's, isn't he a vampire? Uh, he he meets so. vampires. Yeah. Oh. Okay. But that ha- that has no bearing on this at all. <laughs> um, his weapons are the ability to shine, and he has premonitions. Um, he, he made Scatman Crothers die. <laughs> he didn't make he did. him die. Hello. Said, Go die. Hello. Uh, and the act comes into him. He's like, ah. 
<laughs> and he's facing off against number 13 seed, Dr. Gordon, uh, from the Saul movies. Uh, two film appearances. His major threat is Jigsaw, and his weapons include medical knowledge, and he is a surgeon. Oh, yeah, that reminds me. The new Jigsaw movie's out in, like, three weeks. Yeah. It's, pro- it's probably going to bomb. Oh, yeah. No one cares anymore. <laughs> the only person who cares is my girlfriend. She, for some reason, loves the Saw movies. But she doesn't like horror. No. Well, they're not horror movies. They're torture porn movies. So, how does yeah. how does she think? What does she feel about um, the hostile movies? I don't think she's seen them. Well, maybe you should show them. I should. Yeah, nice maybe, little Saturday maybe movie see night. She's in the little BDS and M. Hell yeah, Fifty Shades. <laughs> anyway, so we got uh, Red Rum versus uh, Doctor Doctor Gordon Freeman from Half Life. Um, <laughs> yes. Oh my god! Yes. I yes. think it's debatable whether or not Dr. Gordon's even a hero uh, based on him. Well, it the depends franchise. on how you look but, at it. Uh, it definitely yeah. in the first movie, he's he's he is the protagonist. Uh, and then uh, when he returns in the last movie, uh, he's doing something bad against a bad person. So, yeah. I don't yeah. know. He's kind of mm-hmm. he's kind of heroic uh, uh, a little bit. Now, it, uh, Danny Torrance, though, him having the shinning, as they say, he can uh, see. I don't remember the limitations of that power, but he could see into the future. So that would give him survival ability, right? Like if Gordon wanted to freaking roundhouse kick him, he'd see it coming, go into uh, the uh, kitchen sink cupboard like he did in the movie. It's possible. Mm. I mean, I, I don't know if it works like spider sense. But... Yeah, me neither. <laughs> I'm imagining it does. I mean, it. Um, for, for, I mean. Okay, so it's hard to really judge this off of a fight because it is a child versus a grown man. He's going to punt them. So big wheel over to him, hit him in the leg. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Ow. Well, no, he could hit. He could kick him with his metal leg. Yeah. Um, as far as survival ability goes, they both survived. Uh. I would say the Overlook Hotel is a stronger threat than Jigsaw. Um, yeah, yeah, because it, it decimated two families. You have the first one where you see the dead twins, and then you have J- uh, Jack Nicholson's family, the Torrance. Well, those are the only ones we know about. Yeah, I know. Yeah, there's probably more. I would say that because of that fact, and Danny escaped it, mm-hmm. I would say the Overlook Hotel is just overall a worse threat than Jigsaw. Yeah. I feel like the Overlook. I feel. I know we're not comparing villains, and I'm not sure if you could call the Overlook Hotel a villain, but overall, I think that the threat of the Overlook Hotel is worse than the threat of Jigsaw. Yeah, I agree. It's, I mean, it's way more ominous. J- Jigsaw's kind of dead for majority of the franchise. So. Spoilers. Well, <laughs> well, what about this new movie? <laughs> also, um, as far as survival ability goes, Gordon's kind of an idiot because he didn't e- even need to cut off his own foot. Uh, if the dumbass next to him would like I wanted to. If if the dumbass next to him didn't uh, flush the 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 bathtub uh, and yeah. and let the key go down the drain, they would have both been able to escape no problem, and then we wouldn't have a franchise. Uh. Mm. So <laughs> yeah, I think two out of three. I think Danny wins this. And you know what? It's, it's, even uh, when they reveal what happened to him after he got out of the room, he still needed help from Jigsaw. Like, wasn't it? Uh, was it Amanda that that helped him after he got out? I'm yeah, trying to remember. Out and die. 
Yeah, because they... it, was, it was Danny Torrance. The thing that's really funny is they kind of retcon their own series because I'm pretty sure they allude to in one of the middle movies that he did die of blood loss, like, and I'm pretty sure they showed him in the hallway. No, yeah. not that I remember. Hmm. I know they did that with uh, Wahlberg, the one that's not Mark. <laughs> oh, Donnie. Oh yeah. no no no! They they killed him in four. He oh, got his. I know they smashed. killed him, but I'm saying they also tried to make it look like he was already dead too in three. Mm. Oh well. Anyway, yeah. Um, Danny wins for me. Two out of three. He doesn't yeah. win head to head, but he wins the other shit. Maybe. Well, you know what? If as far as head to head goes, maybe if someone else is 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 also shining near him, maybe he could. They're shitting. <laughs> if they're shitting near him. The chickening. Uh, they, he could he could maybe, I don't know, be like, hey, Unless... help me out here. I need help in yep. this fight. He's kicking me with his metal foot. Help me. <laughs> ow! Ow! <laughs> Unless Danny shines to Scatman Crothers, or I'm not Scatman Crothers, shines to Dr. Gordon, and then Dr. Gordon gets axed by Jack Nicholson, that, that, then Danny would beat the head-to-head. Other than that... I don't think he would. I think he loses in that category. Dr. Gordon's survives... just going to ambush him with a pig mask on and then put him under and do some weird surgery to him. It's fine. Oh, God, that's horrifying. Ugh. Yeah. yeah I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to Danny say Danny Boy. I'm going to say Danny. Danny Boy. Danny right. Tamborell. Well, no, Danny he is not in this tournament. Um, Damn it. This love of family and cleaning. <laughs> hey, Sean, guess what? I made it forward in the tournament and you didn't. Oh, no. I, oh, I get it. Yeah. <laughs> are all of our names on here? <laughs> no. no, Sean's just going to the Winchester. He's going to have a few pints and wait for this to blow over. <laughs> wait for this all to blow over. Yeah, I don't see any other of our, any other, uh, names on here from, from us. So, oh, yeah. well. wamp, wamp. All right, uh, Evan, who do you pick? Danny or he Dr. Said, he said Danny. Oh, sorry. Yeah, definitely, definitely Danny. Yeah. Because I just feel like the threat that Danny's facing is overall worse. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And his power is stronger. It's got the shinin. All right. Well, Danny moves on, so let's go to the next matchup. We have uh, this is this is an interesting one because I specifically uh, selected one because this is another one of those cat where it's been the character's been remade so many times. I just chose the one, and that is uh, Professor Billy Gunn. No. (laughs) God damn you. Uh, That was fantastic. (laughs) uh, Professor. Abraham Van Helsing, which is Van Helsing from the movie Bram Stoker's Dracula. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm scrolling through a message board now, and I, someone posted a picture of Batman with boobs. It's the funniest thing. Right. Anyway, Van Helsing. Yes, uh, number six seed, one full appearance. Uh, his major threat is Dracula. Uh, his weapons are intelligence, wooden stakes, and crosses. And he's facing off against number 11 seed, Seth Gecko. From Geico, uh, no, from <laughs> from uh, from Dustal Dawn. Uh, one film appearance. Uh, his major threat are vampires, and his weapons uh-huh. are guns, holy water, and a wooden stake impaler. Oh man, I love from Dustal Dawn. I watched it with my dad once on VHS. Really, there's boobs in that like, movie. Yeah, I know. He was telling me how great the movie is, and I'm like, oh, I know why you like this. I was really <laughs> He's like, yeah, it's what great. Your dad was doing when Cheech shows up and gives his nice little monologue. Yeah, uh, I remember. Oh, uh, it was Sex Machine. That's what he wanted his name to be. Jason's like, I want to be that snake when I grow up. <laughs> no, it's, it's the, the one scene, though, where I remember it made me really uncomfortable was when uh, the fuck's the, the girl's name from Christmas Story? She's also in this. 
I don't the the girl. I don't remember her fucking name, but she's talking to Quentin Tarantino, and he's imagining her saying, "Can you like eat oh. me out?" Oh, that's that's Juliette Lewis. Oh yeah, yeah. The only other movie she's been in besides Christmas. Yeah, she was in. She was in Christmas. No, she was in Christmas Vacation with the guy that plays Leonard on Big Bang Theory with and Chevy Chase. Oh yeah, <laughs> what a cast. Oh, anyway, God. so we have Juliette Lewis versus Doctor Gordon, right? No, no. <laughs> God damn you. <laughs> It's it's Van Helsing versus Seth Gecko. Oh, okay. Oh, so they would pretty much be fighting the same thing. They would team up. Well, one is the but one is like the king of vampires and the other and the other ones are just vampires. I mean, it doesn't really I don't think it really affects the threat level cuz they're both vampires, but uh uh it's I mean, the, Van Helsing it's essentially, killed... it's essentially the same enemy. Yeah, but Van Helsing's killed like other of those legendary monsters too, right? No, like, did, didn't, like Dracula or some show. No, he's been no. he's been hunting Dracula his whole life. He's never really killed any other ones. Oh, again, okay. this uh, like I said, I specifically chose it's been retcons many times. I, I specifically, and that's why I specifically chose the one Van Helsing. Well, yeah, that's I thought I, that guy I, killed Dracula. Did you Jack Jack one, right? Well, no, he yeah. doesn't. No, correct me if I'm wrong. And I haven't seen Bram Stoker's Dracula in a while. But isn't doesn't Winona Ryder kill Dracula, not Van Helsing? Yeah. I'm pretty sure, actually, I think you're right, Sean. I haven't seen that Which in a while either. Which is accurate. <laughs> I have no idea. It's Van Helsing and Quincy Morris and everyone all gang up on him and just, like, shoot the shit out of him and stab him, like, while the sun's coming out. So it's, like, for, overkill. For me, for, me, for me, the threat level, uh, like, for me, the level of threat, I feel like it's equal. I couldn't give it to either side of them. Um, but I feel I feel like Van Helsing would fight like the higher level vampires. You know what I mean? You got like the vampires that were in the bar that that are in Dust Till Dawn, but then you got like the those like the alpha male vampires. You know what I mean? Maybe I'm looking at it yeah. too much like a video game. But I feel like Van Helsing would be able to hold his own more against vampires than Seth Gecko, who's primarily just like a, a thief. Yeah, like a, but at the well, he's a, he's a criminal. But at the same time, criminal, yeah. um, Van Helsing keeps losing dracula in the movie he doesn't actually get to him until the end um even though he's supposed to be this this great uh guy who who knows so much about dracula um and uh gecko like he i mean you could make the argument like he has a crew with him like even though a lot of them get killed he has people surrounding him that can help him in a fight if needed and yeah but it's like he, an on-the-spot crew you got like the truck driver who knows how to chug uh, tequila well, but at the same I don't really count that as like I see what you mean, but I don't count them as like experienced people who can fight vampires. But it's, it's, that's the thing is that Van Helsing, yeah, he's been you know looking for Dracula his his whole life and studying him and everything, but he doesn't. In the end, he does nothing. Nothing is resolved by him. Yeah, but how does yeah. that translate to fighting vampires though? Like he's yeah, he's he's a terrible detective, but he's good at killing vampires which is if you're survival but what he was doesn't the kill any vampires survival oh, yes he does he cuts the head off of that fucking oh yeah the right one there. chick yeah Weird. oh yeah i forgot about that so so he kills one he, he has one vampire and then he kill kills more, all the brides too mm. if you remember when he storms the castle he actually kills all of uh, dracula's concubines too yeah but i guess compared to the hundreds of vampires in from dusk dawn and also, it's in one area. Like, there's nowhere to go. Yeah. No, I think Gecko's better. I mean, we're only using one iteration of Van Helsing. But in this instance, I feel that Gecko would be better at, like, thinking on his feet, thinking fast. Because, I mean, here he goes into a bar 
just expecting like a normal night <laughs> and everyone turns into vampires and he's able to survive that. Mm-hmm. But um, actually, yeah, maybe then he would. But see, this is tough because, yeah, that's great for survival ability. But Van Helsing could probably do the same and then some, you know what I mean? I have no idea. Oh, I'm always like this. <laughs> I get in my own head with this shit. Uh, Evan, who do you think would win? Van Helsing, definitely. Well, I will say, I feel like it, the fight... There's just more experience there, and I, I feel like... I, I know we're not really ranking on like memorability of characters, but overall, Van Helsing has a better track record. I don't know. It's very close, but I'd give that one to Van Helsing. I feel like, though, in, in the fight, Gecko would definitely win. Uh, he has handguns. It's it's game over. He has handguns. <laughs> exactly. And uh, as well, far guns as guns existed when the Dracula took place, because Quincy Morris has his six shooters and shit, so it's not like Van Helsing can't shoot him. <laughs> Did he though? But, yeah, but does Van Helsing ever use a gun? Crossbow. Not in that movie. But no, you have to wait for they're not use... effective. They're they're not. They're the vampires are two different canon. The gun's not effective against the vampires in Dracula. Wooden bullets. Well, don't so... they? In and from dusk till dawn, don't they dip it in holy water or they etch? Cro- I can't remember. Yes. Or do they just shoot? Okay, that's what I thought. Um. Yeah. So I feel like, and I, I feel like the the strength of the threat, even though Dracula is like the number one vampire, I feel like the threat that Gecko faces is 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 greater than what Van Helsing does. So I'm going to I'm going to vote Gecko. I'm going to go Gecko, too, because I think it's more impressive that someone who's never had experience with vampires kills a bunch and lives over someone who's spent their whole life, almost their whole life studying it and lives. I think the I think the uh, the sheer toughness for me wins. So I'm not to say Gecko. Uh, Jason, I'll reluctantly say Gecko. I like Van Helsing more. I mean, that's a great movie. But uh, Sex Machine was definitely the best character. Um, so, but really, yeah, I see what you guys are saying. I'll go with Gordon Gecko. <laughs> Jesus Christ, Gordon, Gordon Gecko. Uh, <laughs> oh, Dan, who, who are you? Oh, going I'm with? glad I didn't have to be a tiebreaker for this one. So, uh, who would you have went with? Well, see, the thing is, I'm probably the only person here that actually watched the uh, From Dust Till Dawn TV is show. That, is that I didn't remake? watch all of it. Oh, I completely forgot. I know that's a remake, but what I'm saying is in that show, like, they definitely flesh out Seth Gecko way more, and I like his character quite a bit because that of that show. Canceled. But no, I think it uh, went three or four, or it's on its fourth season or something, and then it ended. Like, What, what channel is that on? Natural. Uh, it was on El Ray, but I just watched it whenever it went on Netflix because I don't think anyone has El Ray. <laughs> I completely no. for- I remember my parents were saying that was great. I'm going to go on Netflix right now and see if it's available and then watch it while you guys are. I'm kidding. <laughs> well, yeah. Just zone out. I, I guess I'd still go. I'd go Seth Gecko as well. All right. All right. Let's go to the next one. We have uh, number three seed, Laurie Strode from the Halloween ah. series. Uh, four film appearances. Her major threat is Michael Myers and her weapons include knives, knitting needles and wire hangers. Uh, and she, okay. Let me, let me explain myself here. He goes up against Paul McCartney's wife. <laughs> ah, she oh, survived Jesus. Paul McCartney all these years. So when I was making the bracket, um, I for some reason, I don't know why, I wrote, and you can look at it on Twitter. It's still up there. I wrote down that the character's name was Heather Mills uh, from the movie I Spit on Your Grave, um, which is no. not the character's name. Uh, and I still don't know exactly why I did that. Um, Jennifer Hill. Her name is Jennifer Hills. 
Um, but for at some, least it rhymed. Yeah, for some <laughs> reason, I put the name of Paul McCartney's ex-wife who has one leg, and I don't know why. <laughs> but for some reason, that that happened. So you'll have to, you'll have to excuse the bracket on there. Oh, you didn't know that? Yeah, but does she have like a uh, an iron leg, like Dan Gordon, Doctor Gordon? Oh, I don't know. I that I, I don't Which, know. Do you think Heather Mills would punt Danny Torrance? <laughs> I think so. I de- without a doubt, I think so. It has to be pretty hardcore to be married to that asshole. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so the real character, her name is Jennifer Hills from I Spit on Your Grave, number fourteen seed. One film appearance. Uh, her major threat are rapists, and uh, her weapons are knives, guns, and the ability to t- to seduce men. Oh wow! Ooh. Hey, I got that ability. She used an axe too, <laughs> and rope. Hmm. Just saying. Everyone. I mean, rope. Heather, uh, uh, Lori Strode. She's able to survive Mike Myers, and he has. I know he only uses like what a knife or some shit, but. He's also super but strong. And she's actually die. not able to survive Michael Myers. Oh, right. Doesn't she died die? Two fucking times in the franchise. Oh, she's, she's only got one life die left. A third time. Yeah. Shit. Good. I forgot about that. Yeah. Um, but I'll, yeah. Uh, I feel like the, lo- I feel like the threat level I'd have to go with Laurie Strode though, because Mike, My- Mike Myers is literally like a super strong giant with a knife that can't die. I mean, they explain how it, it's terrible, but Oh, I thought, but I thought, I thought even the old ones though. He like falls down, but just disappears. He, he took a couple shots, but he ran away. But he's not super strong or or anything in particular. Do they ever that's explain just, how, how the franchise gets... goes on in the movies that she's not in? Okay. Do, they, do they ever explain where his superhuman strength comes from? Come from or anything like that? Isn't it like uh, a writer thought he should be as strong as like Jason, and oh. and it happened. They only really showed that off though in like uh, the Rob Zombie remakes, which we aren't talking about right now, obviously. But that like they had the they had the guy that played Sabretooth in the first X Men movie play Michael Myers, and he's an ex he's an I don't know if he made it far, but he's either an ex pro wrestler or was an aspiring pro wrestler, so he's just a giant human mm-hmm. being, and they made him really strong. But that's that that like that's occult the, magic in the second one too. There's that's neither here nor there, but yeah, I think. I'm not super familiar with the Halloween movies. I know the characters, but I'm not like super super familiar. Yeah, I've only seen the well, Rob Zombie one see, and the very first one. Being familiar with the Halloween movies, you almost can't give it to Laurie Strode because <laughs> yeah. she's kind of a like, she's kind of a weak character, almost all around. I mean, yeah, she's she's brave and at the end and you know and, and the reveal of the siblings and all that, but. Really, it's well, not, not even revealed until the second movie. Either. Second movie, and then in H two O, she's kind of badass, but. I don't know. It is so bad if you go back and watch it. I know. I used to love it too, but I don't. I, I, for, I just can't give it to Laurie Strode. I just can't. I I want to, but I can't. I would give, I'd give, I would give threat level to Laurie, but the other two categories I would give to, uh, I'd give to Paul McCartney's ex wife. Oh my God. (laughs) You know, I, I actually I agree because I definitely uh, Lori has the higher strength. Uh, uh, excuse me, has the higher strength of threat because um, it's Michael Myers. However, uh, survival she really ability overcome that threat. No, she she's killed twice. Uh, <laughs> Jennifer isn't killed. In fact, she does the killing. 
Um, yeah, she she fucks shit up. And as far yeah, as she the divorces Paul McCartney. And this is one where if the, the remakes actually did count, that it would actually help rather than hurt, which sucks mm-hmm. for uh, yeah. Jennifer Hills because she was in two movies there, and by the fucking third movie of that series, she's like crazy badass. But uh, I mean, she, even in the original, she still she is a she's oh, a psycho definitely. psycho bitch. You know, it's like she, yeah. She, uh, she, she, she is. She's insane. Like she would. She would mop the floor with Lori. Oh, without a doubt. Without a doubt, she'd beat the snot out of her and kill her. Yeah, like she basically takes out like half a town's worth of people. Because, Damn. Like, the and it's one of the. It's it's probably, it's a hard movie to watch because there's like a half hour of rape in it. Oh no, it's it is. Awful. Though. I remember That's I watched actually, that. I watched that when yeah. I was like thirteen. I watched that when I was like yeah. thirteen, and I was I felt really gross afterwards. I was like, ugh. And like she survives them beating her, fucking like abusing her, all this fucked up shit, and then just decides, you know what, I'm gonna kill him, and then she gets away with it. It reminds like, me of when I watched Last House on the Left with my friend Kyle, the original one, and there's just like a brutal rape scene, like in the mi- middle, in the beginning of the movie. I'm like, oh, so rough. And oh, then and then the, doesn't the mom like give head to one of the to the yep. bad guys bite his dick off. Yep. What yeah, that movie is fucking brutal. It is. It is, it is rough it's watch. It's brutal. I, I actually think I Spit on Your Grave is a movie that more people should have seen. To this I, day I, agree, I agree with you, man. I think I that agree. movie is great. Like, I want to check it out now. I'm intrigued. I'll be prepared. And even the remake is worth watching, which is rare to say. So Yeah, it's actually one of the few remakes that are actually on par, if not better. When, yeah, the yeah. when did the original seventy four? Oh, uh, no, seventy eight. Seventy eight. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. So uh, I'm on uh, hills. Uh, who's who else is on hills? I think yeah, I'll go with Paul. We, I think I, I'm definitely on hills. Okay. I'm gonna run. I'm gonna run to the. I'm gonna run to the hills. All right. Well, that means that uh, she is gonna move on. Uh, she's gonna hop on. She's gonna. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Fuck you, Activia lady. Yeah, Activia. She's gonna go make her choke on her goddamn shit. yogurt. They go eat your yogurt and shit. Why don't you go act in another Halloween movie? Oh wait. Oh wait. Oh no, Jason, you said it. <laughs> All right, let's go to our next matchup. We have number seven seed, Father Lancaster Marin from the Exorcist series. No, any relation to Mark Marin? No. Wrong spelling. Uh, two film appearances. His major threat is Pazuzu. Uh, and his weapons are crosses, holy water, and the power Wait, of Christ. Wait, hold on, Sean. Can I ask you a question real quick? Yes. Can Pazuzu melt steel beams? <laughs> no, he, he cannot. Oh, okay. Don't I say that sure. Pazuzu was involved with Roswell. <laughs> oh, uh, and uh. he's facing off against number 10 seed, uh, Kirsty Cotton, from uh, the Hellraiser series. Four film appearances. Her major threats are Pinhead and Dr. Chenard. Uh, chin, 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 chin hard. No, Dr. I always thought it was. Is it pronounced chinard? No, it's chinard. Really? Yeah, C H A N N A R D. They say it like that, and they say it like that in the movie. Yeah. Um, he's British. Uh, weapons are. She has the ability to bargain with Pinhead and carries a gun. We have such sights to show you. This was kind of interesting since they're both. Have threats that are hell based. I think, I think Pinhead's more of a threat than a kazoo. Or a kazoo. <laughs> a kazoo. <laughs> yeah. 
kazoo kid. Kazoo. Uh, here's the other thing: survivability. Father Marin uh, kind of gets his ass handed to him. Yeah, he gets thrown around by a little girl, and then dies. Yeah, he has a heart <laughs> attack and kills himself. <laughs> also, I think I think the fact that uh I think the fact that she can bargain with Pinhead is pretty. I feel like that's kind of prevalent because if she can bargain with one hell demon, she could probably like. I don't know, find a way to like talk to the other ones. So I feel like that could maybe like buy her time. She's, she's bargained with Penhead three times and has, yeah, ex- exactly. and, and has made it out unscathed all three times. How dumb is Pinhead? He's not dumb. He's just making deals. He's like Trump. Don't He's just making the best friends. deals. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's, I would have to also. He'd rather take someone out that actually needs to be punished. Another one of those then. process of elimination things where it's like, I can't give it to Father Marin because he died yeah also she has a gun she would shoot him like <laughs> he, like yeah. he he died in his movie yeah but it's like but, guys, but pazuzu can melt steel beams no no he no, can't you can't said he can't oh, god i gotta get back on my conspiracy theory train <laughs> damn uh as as far as like like so survival ability father marin dies in the original the he survives in in the prequel but um obviously there's uh, a prequel? Yeah, there's a prequel. Exorcist two. beginning. There's two prequels. Oh. Well, <laughs> he's only in the one. Made at the same time. It's his origin story. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, you're talking about when they switch directors. Yeah. And there's, oh, there's yeah, literally yeah, yeah. two movies you can watch, and they both have Father Marin. And they're him. they're basically the same movie though. Mm-hmm. Um. But anyway, so even though he survives that one, he does die in the Exorcist. So I'll give that to to Kirsty. Uh, strength of threat. Toss up, you could pick either or. So yeah, that's you can either you can make a case for either one. I think, but so I, I agree. But I think she would definitely beat that old man's ass. Uh, <laughs> she'd shoot him. She has a gun. It's over. She what she gonna he's gonna sprinkle water at her and bang, he's gone. And she she might even make a a deal with the 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 Cenobites to take him instead of her. Cenobites exactly. Yeah, the Cenobites. Yeah, she's yeah. offering sorry, but Cenobites. Cenobites is such an unlike. Unintimidating name, Cenobites. She reminds me of Cinnabon. Well, I hope I would, you meet I mean, them I one would, day. I, <laughs> I would. I would not mess with Pinhead. <laughs> I've seen what he's done to people. Well, now I don't have. Jesus. I don't want to have to. I don't want to have to eat people in order to come back to life. <laughs> <laughs> when did that happen? <laughs> and that was. I thought that was in the first movie though. When the when the guy the guy like she keeps bringing him bodies and he keeps like slurping them up so he comes back. To oh life. no, he's just he's just sucking the essence out of them. Yeah. Okay, it looks like because it looked like he was like eating he, them. Like, he needs blood to regenerate. Right, right. Okay, he's essentially he's he's drinking them. I'm sorry. Yes, he's <laughs> making smoothies. All right. <laughs> so who who are we picking? Are we picking? Uh, I'm picking Kirsty. Mark I'm, Marin or Kirsten Kirsty Dunst? Cotton. Kirsty, yeah, Kirsty Cotton, Cotton, definitely. Yeah, Kirsten Cotton. Dunst, so she can upside down kiss Pinhead. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> All right, let's move on <laughs> to the next one. We have uh, number two seed, Clary Starling from the Silence. What do we call it? Because I don't want to call it the Hannibal series, so I just call it Silence of the Lamb series. Like, what's the proper terminology? Because they all have different names. How about names. just the Lambs Chronicles? I call Pretty it the sure. Hannibal series. Hannibal, Hannibal, Hannibal series. series. Red series. Dragon. Okay, I'll make note of that. Um, two film appearances. Uh, her major threats are Buffalo Bill, Mason Verger, and Hannibal Lecter. Uh, her weapons are she has FBI training, intelligence, guns, and resiliency. Uh, and that she, is true. And she's facing number 15 seed Helen Lyle from Candyman. 
Uh, one film appearance. Her major threat is Candyman. Wait, wait, Candyman. Hold on. I'll call Domino's. <laughs> <laughs> Throwback. Hold on. I'll call Domino's. I'll ask them what they think of this one. <laughs> you wanna? You wanna? No, no, no they no. wouldn't know. That, is. that was great, though. They, they, they'd be like, sir, just please order. I've had a long night. Can you just. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, we're, we're referencing to our one of our first tournaments where Evan actually calls to- Domino's to break a tie. See if you can find it. Pod one. And uh, her weapons are she is influenced by Candyman to kill, and she has journalistic abilities. I want to be the first one to point this out that uh, the ending of the movie, she gets turned into a Candyman like entity. So she didn't survive. No, she didn't survive. She did but not she survive. As no. powerful as, as Candyman at the end of the movie. But, but did she still write blogs? But here's the problem, it, and I knew that I, I this is the one I knew you were talking about. Uh, they retconned it. So if if we take into effect that they retconned so much with Laurie Strode, we have to with this one. Fair enough. I mean, that's all she mm-hmm. really had going for. Yeah, yeah. She, you know, I, she she would lose in a fight. Maybe her threat is stronger. Threat levels definitely. So, so I'm not super. Candyman's ridiculously but, powerful. But, but see, it's not. But see, Candyman's not really a threat. Candyman is brought on upon her dumbass decisions. Yeah. Uh, you know, she's the journalist who wants to investigate the story. She doesn't have to get involved with Candyman. She chooses to. Um. So you know, I. I it, it's it's it's. It's hard to say whether or not it's it's even a threat for her. Um, as and as far as survival ability, she dies. Clarice is still alive. Yeah. Clarice. Uh, again, we're at the moment of default where the hero doesn't die at the end of the thing. Kind of just says, <laughs> like, who wins the competition? So I have to go with Clarice. Toughened your nipples, didn't it, <laughs> Steve? <laughs> Hmm? Clarice miraculously changes her face between movies, though, so she's got it's that power, bad. too. I would have to go with Clarice Starling. Am I the only one who likes uh, Julianne Moore as Clarice? Better? Probably. Yes. I know, I'm not saying better. Do I like just... her? No. Do I like her? Yeah, she's fine. Do I like her better? No. Okay, no, I'm not I'm not comparing. I'm just saying I do like her as Clarice. I thought no. she was okay. Is that probably because me and Evan have read the books? I don't know. Yeah. 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 Look, she was fine, but she was better. He said, I can smell your cunt. M- Miriam Lass <laughs> from the TV show is a better Clarice than <laughs> Julianne Moore. So. Uh, Steve, the rest of the episode. Well, talk, talk like, I'll talk like Clarice Starlin. <laughs> All, right. All right. I'll go with Clarice, too. Yeah, okay. All right. Well, she's going to move on then. Uh, let's go to the next match. We have number one seed, Ash Williams from the Evil Dead series. Yay. Uh, Ash wins. I don't <laughs> I'm care. Not, I'm not finished oh, that's my, No, that's my official vote. I don't care who he's up against. Ash oh, okay. Wins. Um, Ash wins. Actually, Ash wins the whole tournament at the end. <laughs> I so that was Blah Blah Podcast Tournament for Heroes. Uh, you can like us on Facebook. You can follow me at jgreen89 at gmail.com. Uh, everything. <laughs> Sorry. Uh Ash's uh, three film appearances, his major threat are the Deadites, his weapons are a chainsaw and a boomstick. Um, and he's you faced... want to count the 2013 Evil Dead with his 10-second cameo? No. Well, again, it's a remake. Okay. He also has a bionic hand. Groovy. Oh, that's true. I forgot about that. Groovy. 
Uh, in medieval times, somehow. Yeah, but he does go through. Oh, we're not going to get into it. Um, <laughs> and uh, he's facing off against number 16 seed Jess Bradford from Black Christmas. Uh, one appearance. Is that a Tyler Perry movie? What? It's Ash. Is that a, is that a Tyler Perry movie? No. Black Christmas? Jesus Christ, Jason. <laughs> I feel like that's that time when that one kid, uh, when someone was talking about black comedies in uh, fucking you know, cinema workshop, and then someone was like, that's not a black comedy. There's no black people in it. Oh, oh my god. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Were just like... Anyway, <laughs> uh, one film appearance, her major threat is Billy, and her weapon is a fire poker. Yeah, I, I, I think Ash wins everything. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm just going to take Ash across all three. Yeah, I mean, Ash faces the Deadites three times. Yeah, we don't even have to debate this one, I don't think. All right, fine, I won't. <laughs> Were you going to debate the other way? No. <laughs> Uh, that's a, no. <laughs> um, Sean had to fill out the, the, the bracket, and I guess that's who he went with. Yeah, look, it's a 16 seed. What do you want? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, let's go to a, a, a better matchup. We have number eight seed, Ben, from Night of the Living Dead. Uh, hey. One appearance, his major threat is zombies, and he his weapons are shotgun, fire, and intelligence. Mm, intelligence, and the deadliest of all weapons. He's facing number nine seed Chris Washington from Get Out. Uh, one appearance. His major threat is the. How do you say their name? The the Armitage family. Yeah. Um, now, if you guys can, I know this might be hard to do, but please try not to spoil Get Out. I still haven't seen it. Oh jeez, okay. And, oh jeez, and uh, I really. This is it turns movie. out they're dead the whole time. <laughs> oh no! Oh, so it's an M Night Shyamalan movie. Shame, shame, llama, well, shame, llama, ding dong. I think, I, I think we that can do this. Sean has to like edit what he is uh, probably about to say. No, his his weapons. I mean, are... if it's possible, I understand if you can't, and I know it's my fault for not seeing it. It just, you know, fell by the wayside. Well, why don't we just save you the time, Jason? Yeah. <laughs> no, that's quite all right. <laughs> if you can work around it, that'd be great. Uh, he his rep- weapons are uh, rich white people objects. Uh, Hell yeah! Scissors China. and camera flashes. Hell yeah, just like Rear Window. And Antlers. Hell yeah, just like uh, you're next. I included those in the rich white people objects. Oh, so he's throwing like China vases at him. Yes. I mean, head-to-head Ben already wins. (laughs) He's smart and has actual weapons. Well, uh, again, also the survivability, Ben dies. Yeah, that's a problem. Yeah, didn't he die because someone like... Because people thought he was a zombie because he yeah, was black. Yeah, that so wasn't died. very smart. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. It's kind of true. Yeah. I uh, mean, I guess it wasn't very smart on his part to poke his head out. <laughs> but. Well, okay, so as as far as survivability, uh, I would say, yeah, Chris would win that. Strength of threat, I would say Ben because, um, you know, it is the zombie apocalypse again, and Chris is just going up against crazy white people. Um, <laughs> so I think it it just it, it would boil down to the fight, and oh, I I I guess you'd have to go Ben. All right, works for me. I, ben Dover. Ben. Yeah, Doctor Ben Dover is my vote. Yeah, I mean. Chris is kind of a passive survivor in, in some ways. So. I'm going. I'm going with Chris here, though. I think that's. Uh, I think he would win overall. I think he's. Oh no! You know what? No, sorry. You know what? 
No, I'll go with Ben. I really will. Uh, it's tough because he does die at the end of the movie, but, I mean, he really saved everybody else's ass, and he's really, like, a tough, strong character, so I'm going to go with him. All right. Well, yeah. that's the I'd that. like to see Chris go forward because I think he'd be interesting character to follow up on, but uh, two out of three, I think Ben goes... And right. we end up getting Deadites versus Zombies, just like we did in the original horror tournament. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, our next matchup, we have number five seed, uh, Chief Martin Brody from the Jaws series. Uh, yeah. Two film hey, appearances. Uh, his major threat is Bruce and whatever they called the one in the, in the second one. Uh, I don't Gonna remember. need a bigger podcast. And uh, his weapons are he has a shotgun and intelligence. Mm. You come here to chum some of this shit. That was a rifle, Sean, not a shotgun. I stand corrected. That was a rifle. Yeah. What about who had the propane tank? I that think that was just oxygen. on. I think not it was just propane. on the boat. Okay. It was on. It was just on the boat. Thought if he, yeah, you might well, want to. But if he didn't tank. have it, that's fine. Uh, and he's facing number twelve seed, uh, Lieutenant Lefty Enright from Texas Chainsaw. <laughs> what? Lefty and right. <laughs> well, he he just doesn't know uh, horror movies. That's why it's funny. <laughs> uh, from Texas Chainsaw Massacre two, uh, one film appearance. Uh, his major threat is Leatherface and and the Sawyer family. Uh, and his weapons are he has three chainsaws, uh, one big ass one and two small ones. Hmm. Well, I think level of threat immediately goes to uh, Lefty because uh, if you want to get away from Jaws or Bruce, just get out of the damn water. <laughs> You'll be fine. Oh, no, yeah, the like, shark's not going to get you on land. Yeah, he's not going to like grow like feet out of his tail and like the, like the worst thing was like, oh, we can't have the summer season, but like yeah. really, you could just not go in the water. Go to a different really. beach. Go to a, yeah, go to a different beach. Like in reality, can't go fishing. Like I yeah, know, what like about I know street sharks. Well, street that if it, was street, if it was street sharks, we'd have a bigger problem. Yeah. Yeah. No. So, yeah. I see. What Survivability. You're they, they both die in their franchises. So. Wait. Uh, Chief Brody dies. Off screen, but yes. Oh. Did that happen in like Jaws two? Three. Oh. Explains why I, mean, I didn't it, know that. It's a little, like a heart attack due to all the stress from the shark and shit. But oh my god, <laughs> the shark stabbed him in his sleep. <laughs> yeah, but you know what? Well, Bro- Brody that franchise the sharks do start sh- fucking hunting down the Brody family. Yeah, it's, it's like <laughs> so, revenge movie. Oh my movie. god, <laughs> well, I'm glad I <laughs> revenge of the, Wait, revenge of the shark. That isn't Jaws four called Revenge or is that no yeah. Jaws three is three D. Yeah. Yeah, and then Jaws four is Jaws, the revenge. Jaws the revenge. <laughs> oh my god. Well, the um, first one's. But and Michael Caine got to build a nice house because he was in a Jaws movie. Yeah, but he missed his Oscar. <laughs> oh, son of a bitch. Um, but here's the thing is that uh, Brody took out two sharks. Lefty took out the entire family. Uh, yeah. So and and Leatherface himself. So um, that's that to me that that, yeah, that puts him above. Uh, that, that Brody. counts for something. Yeah. And, you know, neither one survives. So that's kind of a, a, a toss up. Um and strength yeah, I mean, of threat, I would go lefty. Yeah, I mean, in a in a fight, obviously Brody would have distance because he has a rifle, but at the same time, like he was a terrible shot. Although he was under a lot of stress, to be fair, the boat was going down and the shark was coming right at him. Ah! But... 
Also, let's not forget, uh, Lefty is crazy as shit. So, yeah, Lefty is legit crazy. Yeah. He'd probably jump <laughs> in, in the, the water and just fight the shark hand to hand. I mean, if you if you shoot Lefty in like the arm or the leg, he's gonna keep moving forward. So you'd have to put him you'd have to put him down. And I don't think Brody could pull off a shot. So I, I'd give the fight to Lefty probably because he's just just because he's nuts. no. He'd be like, I need my heart pills. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> ah! Um. All right. Well, I'm going Lefty. Every, uh, everyone, give your vote. Who are you going with? Lefty. Left. 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 Right. Left. Right. Right. <laughs> All right. He's going to move on. Let's go to the next match. We have number four seed, Tommy Jarvis from the Friday the 13th series. Yeah. Uh, three appearances. His uh, major threat is Jason Voorhees. Uh, and his weapons are machete, a knife, and a metal chain. Um, and he's facing off against number 13 seed, Jerry Darling from Planet Terror. Uh, one appearance. Uh, her major threat is the infected, uh, and her weapons are a machine gun leg with a rocket launcher and an army of survivors. Or a chain gun. She's got that too. Then the end of the movie, she has a mini gun for a leg. So uh, she got an that? upgrade. Yeah, but I think this is actually a really bad matchup for Tommy Jarvis. Like it is. It's almost like someone did that intentionally. <laughs> Yeah, normally I would give this to Tommy Jarvis, but I can't here. It's again, it's just like a threat level. Uh, Jason, sure, he's like a one-man wrecking crew, but the fucking infected in that movie are like way more effective than than most yeah. movies. I want to say, like, yeah. Uh, well, um, technically, I mean, they're both still alive, so survivability is kind of tied there. Um, strength of threat. Uh, yeah, uh, I mean it is Jason I mean, Tommy against the infected. Kind of killed Jason twice, but then but... he fucked up and brought him back to life. Yeah. So he so yeah, he fucked him, and brought him back also, to life like for no reason. He just dug crazy. him up. He just dug him up and was like, "Oh, there he is. Let me put a lightning rod in him. Oh, he's awake." The, the, the situation where he's crazy isn't going to help because Tommy's definitely got a couple screws loose. Having to kill a fucking serial killer when he was a kid, and then five is all about him being crazy. So yeah, and but I I kind of feel like uh, the fight would be a no contest because she has a fucking machine gun for yeah. a leg. No, she has she has superior weaponry. Like I don't care if you have a knife and a chain. She has numerous ways to shoot you. Yeah. And, and he, I don't Jason think he's even wasn't fucking shooting at him. So no, no, and and Tommy Jarvis almost died a few times anyway. So mm. um, he's just some he's just some nutty kid from the seventies, yeah, <laughs> or the eighties, either one, or, or the eighties. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Uh, I'm going. I'm going. There's, Cherry. There's another upset where we have a, a horror franchise favorite getting. Uh, it's almost like these favorites are not good characters. I know. It's it's, it's weird. <laughs> I will like have the to movie's go not about them. There, there's one that is actually effective, but we'll get to that one. I'll have to go with Cherry. Yeah, me too. I'll pop it. Yeah, me, uh, I'm on that list as well. All right. Well, in that case, she's going to move on. And let's go to our next no, matchup. No one's popping her cherry. Woo! <laughs> <sighs> no, no, no. Wait, that, that did happen in the movie. Oh, no. The um, missing reel. Yeah. Uh, let's go to the next one. This is a tough one. Uh, number six seed, Dr. Herbert, Herbert, Dr. <laughs> Dr. Herbert West from the Reanimator series. 
three appearances. Uh, his major threats are uh, Dr. Hill and the reanimated. Uh, his weapons are superintelligence, medical knowledge, and the ability to bring corpses back to life. And he's facing off against number 11 seed Max Wren from the movie Videodrome. Uh, one appearance. His major threat is Videodrome. And his weapons are the ability to manipulate his flesh and the ability to broadcast brain tumors. <laughs> you brain killed tumors. me to put that tumor in your mom's head. Oh. Oh. It's oh, too wait. fresh still, Dan. Everybody breaking, cries. Breaking news, guys, just real quick. They've pulled the Punisher panel at New York Comic Con because of that Las Vegas shooting. Wow. And I'm disappointed about that. Yeah, you can I mean, we're seven. waiting for that release date that I think is. Oh, I wonder be if they're the gonna 13th. push it. I wonder if they're gonna push it though. Uh, if they do yeah, that, I'm gonna they be really will. mad. This is a sidebar, but if they do push it, they're gonna release it when Justice League comes out because Marvel likes to fuck with DC. Uh, at least though, I hope they don't push it the next year. But we'll see. Could they could? Anyway, uh, back anyway. to this. Jason, have you seen either of these? Oh no, you've seen Reanimator. I've Re-Animator. seen do you know what Videodrome is? <laughs> the movie that my one friend in high school loved, but I've never seen it. I have seen Reanimator, though. It's hard for me not to give this one to Reanimator. I, I'd have to definitely go with uh, with Herbert West here. All right. Well, let's break this down then. Um, so as far as survival abilities, Herbert West is still alive. Max Wren probably isn't. We're not sure. It's hard to say. Um, strength of threat. I mean, he's the reanimated is 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 a credible threat. Uh, it's hard to say. I I don't. I'm, I'm not sure because uh, Videodrome is very powerful um, in itself and kind of takes over his own life. Um, the fight, I think, would be a no contest because even in the movies themselves, Doctor West gets his ass kicked in every movie. So yeah, he slapstick. Yeah, and like of. they they literally end the first two movies with him. You think he's dead, and then he just comes back in the next movie. Um, no explanation, and uh, so I think definitely Max Ren would win in, in the fight. He could shoot him. He could. Give him cancer. <laughs> um, I mean, survivability is a little bad because, spoiler alert, he kills himself. That's what I said. Uh, he, we don't know what happened to him. All we know is he's probably in a better place or worse place. Yeah. We're not sure. <laughs> um, he also has sex with his stomach vagina with a gun. So there's oh, that's that. Too. What else does he do, Dan? Well, it was meant for a videotape. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm going to begrudgingly go with Dr. West just off of the first two categories, even though, like I said, I think he would get his ass whooped in the fight. I think he may... I'll I'll, I'll go the bigger threat is uh, Dr. West because, I mean, Videodrome only affects certain people, whereas Reanimated can affect anyone. So Mm. that's where I'll go. I don't know. Evan, did you say who you wanted? He said Dr. West. Yeah, Dr. West. I'm going to go with Dr. West on this one. I, I It's close. It really is close. Have you seen uh, Videodrome? I'm going to go with Dr. West. Mm. See, I'm, I'm more inclined to go with Max Wren because, 
whenever someone on this uh, list for me is like kind of bumbling fuckhead, even if they are surviving, I feel like that's not helping them. <laughs> and uh, Herbert West wasn't fucking going around shooting people. So he was shooting uh, up people. Yeah. Um, I think video drum to me, I think is more of a threat than I guess the reanimator. Yeah. But most people don't even stuff. know about video drum. That's the thing. Yeah. Like, but that that's not part of the, we're not doing cultural significance. No, no, no. Here, I'm talking so. about just, no, I'm talking about the, in the movie, like it only certain people know about it. Well, I'm sure only certain people know about Herbert West and his fucking serum that brings people back to life, too. Uh, so. It got to be pretty big by the end yeah. there. Well, didn't a lot of people, like, not believe him, though, and only a few people actually knew about it? Like, he would tell... He, he, wouldn't he, like, go to places and tell people about what he had and own? Yeah, but then it... they ended up opening, an, uh, like, a facility to, to, to hold the reanimated people that were left. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to go with Max Ren just because I have a feeling he's not going to end up winning, but that, uh, that's just for sympathy. Well, Steve, what do you what do you think? Who's the one with the stomach vagina? That's Max <laughs> That's Max Ren. Okay, not him. Surely <laughs> on that, because I've, I've never seen either of those movies, so whoever doesn't have a stomach vagina, I'm going to go with. Well, we don't know about Herbert West because we've never seen him without a shirt on. He might look like John Stamos's stomach does. Yeah, <laughs> maybe he'll, maybe he'll have like a stomach penis or something terrible. Possible. <laughs> no, yeah. I'll go after from listening to what everybody said. I'll go with uh, Herbert West because, like I said, I'm not the best person for this one because I've never seen either of those or heard about them. So, just from what you guys have talked about, I kind of like Herbert West a little bit more. Yeah, I'm gonna go with West too. I haven't seen Video Drum, but I've seen Reanimator, so kind of a little biased here. Oh well. All right. Well, that means he goes on to the next round. So let's go to the next matchup. We have number three seed, Nancy Thompson from the Nightmare on Elm Street series. Uh, two film appearances and no Jason. That's uh, not her in New Nightmare. Well, I, I oh. kind of would argue that in some parts of the movie it is. No, it's not. How would you argue that? I would argue that too, 100%. She becomes because the character. She literally becomes Nancy. Like, like, on, like she, on by she become, she has to become and Nancy. Wes Craven tries to act. <laughs> well, when he's done painting. Um, yeah, he's like, I'm going to paint this picture of Freddy Krueger, and then you got to be careful of demons. Uh, all right, thanks, Wes. But like, <laughs> first of all, thanks, pal. First of all, the the movie's barely canon in itself. So I love that movie so much. I like it too, but she's not. It's not. She's playing herself. She's not really playing. Whether she turns into the same type as Nancy doesn't mean she is Nancy. She's literally being called Nancy in the movie. Again, it's a meta thing. It's not like <laughs> I'm not personally. I'm not counting it. I, I I still say it's only two film appearances. Um, her major threat is Freddy Krueger, and her weapons include uh, booby traps and uh, the Dream Warriors. And Which she uses very effectively. And uh, she's facing off against number 14 seed Sarah Carter um, from the Descent series. Uh, two film appearances. Uh, her major threats are the Crawlers and Juno. No, Jason, not the movie Juno. And no, but that's, that's Braun Strowman's best role. <laughs> I'm, pre I'm pregnant. 
and uh, her weapons are climbing equipment, rocks, the ability to adapt to her environment, and escape abilities. Hmm. Well, hmm. since Sean doesn't count uh, one of those movies or whatever, I guess we have to say that they both die in their franchises again, so that one doesn't really help. Well, you're going to have to help me out here, Dan, because I, I have, I've never seen The Descent Part 2. Uh, oh, okay. So what happens in that? Because I, <laughs> I've only seen the first one. She like, what's her name dies in the second one? Well, I mean, she kind of dies in the first one. <laughs> well, no, it's because okay. she, she escapes and then she's in the car and then you just like blah surprise. Well, the second one basically, it, it just begins with her deciding to go back into the cave. That's so. Yeah, but I but at the end of the first one, it's you think she escapes and then you find out that she didn't escape. And then at the beginning of the second one she did and escape. And then she is and then she's escaped already and, the, and yeah. What's this dumb? She goes back into the cave. It's almost like two different people with two different ideas for And she movie. also freaking friendly fires somebody and so <laughs> she's got that going for her. Or not rather. So uh, I would really say the awesome. fucking crawlers aren't as a big a threat as Freddy because you can't escape falling asleep, but you can just not go into the fucking cave. <laughs> yeah, and she she willingly went back. <laughs> Why did you and, go back again? I haven't seen it. Why did you go back? Uh, she left her lottery ticket. Oh, winning one. Pretty sure yeah. she was trying to tell the she was trying to tell the police like what was going on in in there, and they wouldn't believe her. So she goes down with like. Someone with a camera and shit and tries to record it and then everything goes to shit basically. Oh god, is it found footage? No. It just has that going for it. Yeah. The set one was a solid movie. I liked it. It is, yeah. Yeah. Anyway. As far as these two go, um survival ability, Nancy does survive. Freddie once, uh takes the bolt and second time. Um I would say Freddy is a, a stronger threat. Um, oh, by the way, does does does, uh, does Sarah Carter live at the end of the second movie? Uh, kind of like oh they make God. you think she's she, they make you think she's gonna die, but then she like does one of those <gasps> like and comes back <laughs> around like. <laughs> so she is still alive. She gets dragged. She gets dragged out of the fucking uh, cave, almost dead. But actually, no, no, somebody else that did that. I haven't seen it forever. She does die. The crawlers just fucking rip her apart. Oh, that's, okay. That's what happens to her. Yeah. So she sees, she sacrifices herself so someone else can escape. Kind of like great to good. So they both sacrifice themselves to save someone else. So I mean, damn. All right. Well, that doesn't really help for our category. Uh-huh. No. As far as the fight goes, Nancy does have the dream warriors so that helps a lot (laughs) yeah but sarah carter has a pickaxe and she is crazy Mm -hmm. she killed one of her friends i think this is is the first one i need some help with nancy has the power of of docking so she automatically wins (laughs) for me Nancy, uh, can I agree with Steve on the docking comment? <laughs> I think, I think. <laughs> Thank you, Evan. Think I you'd have Nan- that one. Nancy's the only one of these, uh, you know, big franchise characters that actually has something to her, unlike everyone else that we've come to on this mm-hmm. list. Like, she's later going back into, you know, dealing with Freddy 
because she's lived through it before and trying to help other people live for through it. And she does successfully get some of them to live through it. Uh, Sarah is just going into a fucking cave repeatedly. <laughs> like it's so that part's going on, but for a head to head, like I'm pretty sure Nancy would just outsmart Sarah. Like, yeah, whatever they're they're gonna go to Sarah's do. Pretty and, pretty crazy though. Like, she, and, and again, I count Nancy being at the end of New Nightmare. Uh, like, the shit that she does at the end of New uh, is <laughs> certainly more effective than anything Sarah does. Yeah, um, and and Nancy doesn't kill any of her friends either. Yeah, I'm gonna just have to give this one to Nancy all around. I hear the points on the other side, but th- this one to me is kind of clearly Nancy. Any 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 person has a the power of like an '80s hair metal band on their side. I have to I have to vote for. Her. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna go with Nancy too. She has the power of saying Freddie doesn't exist, and then he doesn't yes. exist. Until How can I come back if nobody's afraid? <laughs> I have to make them remember. All right. Uh, I guess it doesn't matter. We got enough votes, votes for Nancy, so I guess uh, we'll move on, her on to the next round. Uh, now that's bitch. <laughs> <laughs> let's go to uh, the next matchup. We have number seven seed Ed and Lorraine Warren from the Conjuring series. Oh, oh I love that series. <laughs> What's that? They're also real people. They are. And just for, and just for the dead. record, I heard they're ghosts now too. Wait, did Lorraine die? No, uh, she's, still she's still alive. Oh, she is. My bad. Yeah. Well, Ed's, Ed's a ghost. Died. Yeah. Uh, two film appearances. Uh, their major threats are evil spirits and ghosts, and uh, and, uh, and Annabelle. That's an evil spirit. Annabelle. Uh, and their weapons are paranormal experience and the ability to see spirits. Um, and they're facing off against number 10 seed, John Nada from uh, They Live. Uh, one oh, appearance. is that um, Rowdy Rowdy Piper? Yes. Yep. Uh, his major threat are aliens. Uh, his weapon is uh, subliminal sunglasses, shotgun, fighting skills, and more guns. Hmm. Well, for me, think... fighting... For me, fight to fight anybody with guns already wins. Like that's just yeah. Well, I, I mean, Ed and Lorraine are just like ghosts. <laughs> Ed and Lorraine are just like you know normal people when they're not ghost hunting. They're frauds. Yeah, they're <laughs> frauds. Too. Hacks. Worthless hacks. Just they're like uh, Red Letter frauds. Do you guys think that uh, Rowdy Rowdy Piper could see the ghost with those sunglasses though? Yes, I do. Mm. They, only I if they were advertising the something. Ghosts would. Uh, I came here to in, kick ass and chew bubble gum. No, this you, one has to go to you fucked Roddy, it up, Jason. Roddy Piper. Come on. Roddy Roddy Piper. Yeah, R.I.P. I think Nada wins head to head because if we're going off what the Warrens are in the movies, just a couple going off in real life. One's dead and the other one's a cripple like old lady basically that can't do anything. Yeah, but know, didn't John just... die at the end of They Live? Uh, not he sacrificed himself or something like he, that? Isn't it? It's kind of ambiguous. Like it, it definitely seems like he's dead, but he, yeah. But in the end, he does win. Yeah, yeah, he does, but he doesn't survive. And the 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 Warrens survive three ghost attacks, which makes you wonder how how strong those ghosts are. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they're probably like. Oh man, I hope the Conjuring Four they fight the ghosts of Red Fox. They have they, they, have a, they haven't made Conjuring Three yet, Jason. <laughs> 
Well, they, no. uh, they, haven't, they, they haven't made the third one yet. But like, if they have an entire basement filled of of ghostly things, then cl- clearly they're not that strong. Even though they carry yeah. two other franchises now, they're like Pokemon collectors. Yeah. Ghosts. So I, I don't think their their threats that strong compared to, uh, you know, entire aliens world population of aliens. Planet. Yeah. Yeah. And obviously, as we we've seen, uh, fighting wise. I don't think the Lorraine, the the Warrens have ever fought in their life. Whereas we know Nada has has fought um, in a very long sequence. Uh, he boxes. He's he boxes just gonna Mr. put him T. in the sleeper hold and then he that's boxed it. Mr. T. <laughs> yes. So I'm going. I'm going Nada on this. Just put one. on the damn glasses. <laughs> <laughs> Does anybody else think that scene just went on too long? He's like suplexing. No, not at all. That's kind of the <laughs> point, Jason. Uh, Amazing. It's so good. Yeah, I'm gonna have to go with Rowdy. I'm gonna have to go with uh, Roddy on this one. Yeah, I'm gonna have to go with uh, Piper. All right. Well, I guess that's enough votes to move us on to our last matchup for this first round. We Woo! have uh, number two seed R.J. McReady from uh, Cheap, bitch. from the Thing. One full appearance. Uh, his major threat is the Thing. And his weapons are intelligence, ability to fly a helicopter, flamethrower, explosives, and a shotgun. Yeah, but what's his major threat? What? The thing. But what's the thing? It's the thing, bro. Oh, it's oh, but what is the thing? I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it's the thing. It's the name of the thing. It's the thing. It's a shape-shifting alien life form. Anyway, uh, he's Someone's facing. on a squeaky chair. <laughs> He's facing number 15 seed, uh, Valentine McKee from Tremors. Uh, one full appearance. His major threat are the Graboid. And uh, his weapons are Shotgun, his truck, uh, and the town of Perfection, Nevada. Mm. That's that David Duchovny movie. What? No, you're thinking of Evolution. I know. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Sean, that, this might be actually the hardest matchup all night. Yeah, they're like kind of the same, except they're one. Kinda, can I give it a tie, or do I have to pick one? You got to pick one. I'll give it to Kevin Bacon. Oh, mm, really? I don't know, man. McCready survives the thing, despite yeah, despite but... what you think about. I mean, I guess we're not counting the PlayStation Two game, which was technically a sequel, right? Where McCready uh, helps Captain Blake out at the end. He flies a helicopter and helps take down the giant thing monster. Oh, you and I so are the only people that know that, Jason. So. Oh, I fucking love that game. That game is lost and in time. No, Jason, that movie's not. Uh, that game is not canon. Damn it! Fuck. Well, it's my head canon, but, but uh, McCready. I mean, he survives the thing, but in movie canon, I highly doubt he survives the cold. And um, the cold. Hit the head though. Oh, thank you. Sorry, I just got a bag of chips. Yeah. Uh, who's the well, guy? Valentine. Kevin Bacon. Mm. Just think of him as Kevin Bacon. Yeah. Yeah. I straight up didn't know his name. I, I, I always yeah. called him Kevin Bacon. Weren't they making a Tremors TV show with him in it? Nope. Okay. See, the, the thing is, uh, McCready is also a helicopter pilot, so I feel like if he was going against the Graboids... Oh, yeah. That's a good that, point. ...kind of help him out. So I, I feel like the thing is much more but then they deadly threat. But not in the first one, at least. So, mm. I, I mean, if, if we're not including the other movies in the head-to-head, so, um, and 
he's got like a flamethrower and dynamite and yeah he's he's packed with the by the gills did i don't remember in in the thing movie did they say what what they were in that arctic base for because they're just like packed with weapons um i don't remember (laughs) i think it's just a research center. Yeah, it's like a, it's yeah, it's some research like broad center. as they go, as yeah. scientific research station. I kind of assume that it was like then the, we find out that you know because of the stupid fucking other movie that apparently it's a hotbed for scientific research. But well, I always yeah, thought we that don't it, talk about that other thing movie. <laughs> it, it's it's the Russians, right? That are the other base. Yeah, yeah. I always no, Norwegians. Or no, Norwegians. Nor- Norwegians. Yeah. I always yeah. thought that it was just like they set up first and the U.S. was just like, go do something over there because we want to look important. So yeah. they just set up a base out there. Oh, by the way, uh, according to um, Variety, they are moving forward with the um, Tremors TV show starring Kevin Bacon for sci-fi. I, we'll I we'll don't believe Kevin Bacon's coming back for a TV show on sci-fi. He's been in TV shows, though. On sci-fi? I feel like he has a better oh. chance of playing Freddy Krueger, like that rumor that's going around, than he does of being in a Tremors TV Is that show. a real rumor? No. Shit. It's not a Why real rumor. Why don't they just get Robert England back? Yeah. What, what is he doing? Robert England actually said he wouldn't mind Kevin Bacon, so that's what the rumor's from. The it's rumor Robert is, is mouth. Robert England <laughs> said, hey, you know who'd be a good Freddy Krueger? Kevin Bacon. That's the whole rumor. And then Kevin Bacon just said, yup, basically. <laughs> anyway, uh, my vote's going towards uh, R.J. McCready. I also have a soft spot for the I'm thing. The, the McCready can't. Yeah, this thing's a great movie, but I'm, I'm going to give it to Kevin Bacon. Mm. Okay. Steve. Kevin Bacon. Oh, my God. No! Uh, I'm... Okay, so... Obviously, the thing is a, it's a higher threat strength than the Graboids... McCready I'm, is a fucking war vet. Yeah, so I think he'd win the fight. So I, I, I would, I would give survival ability to to McKee. So I guess two out of three, I'd go McCready. Hmm, okay. So we're at a tie. Right. Dan, you're a tiebreaker. Uh, I thought I already said I was going for McCready, but there you go. McCready. All right. Well, hell yeah. Apollo Apollo Creed moves on. <laughs> All right. Well, that's uh, that concludes the first round of the tournament. Uh, let's preview oh, the yeah. matches that we have for next week. We have uh, we're gonna have uh, Ellen Ripley facing off against Sidney Prescott. Good old Ooh. cat fight there. Um, we're gonna have the Ghostbusters facing Danny Torrance. <laughs> <laughs> wow, they would team up. <laughs> Uh, we're gonna have. Well, they'd all punt them like a football. <laughs> we're gonna have Seth Gecko facing off against Jennifer Hills. Jennifer uh, Aniston. Mm-hmm. We're gonna have uh, Kirsty Cotton facing Clary Starling. Another cat fight. Uh, Ash Williams up against Ben. And oh, uh, we're also gonna have uh, uh, Lieutenant Lefty and Wright up against Charlie Cherry Darling. The two um, most ridiculous characters. <laughs> We're going to have Dr. Herbert West up against Nancy Thompson. Hmm. And we'll end up end off with uh, John Nada facing R.J. McCready. Two two Carpenters for our main event next week. Oh, that's going to be macho as hell. I can just feel my biceps growing. Yeah. Did, you just, did you just get another ab, Jason? 
I did. Something else uh, rose, too. (laughs) (laughs) All right, ladies and gentlemen, uh, thank you so much for listening to round one of our Horror Heroes tournament here on Blah Blah Podcast. Uh, Like I mentioned earlier, you can subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, iTunes, and Podbean. So, uh, any final thoughts before I close out the show? Plurb. Plurb. Plurb, ladies and gentlemen. Okay, so let's put a bow on the end of this. I'm Jason Green, and you can follow me on Twitter at JGScreen89. Keep an eye out on my YouTube page. I started doing reviews again, which is Jason Green Screen. Follow this podcast on Twitter, blah, blah, pod one. Uh, Follow our YouTube page, blah, blah, podcast, and our website, blah, blah, inc.com. Sean. Uh, You know the Twitter, at the underscore Brack show. Sweet. Steve. You can follow me on Twitter, at Saiyan Barbarian, S-A-I-Y-A-N. My YouTube shout-out for this week is, I think I'm just going to shout-out good old JonTron, because he put out a video this weekend that, that made oh my me laugh God. really hard. <laughs> the Flex one? The Flex tape <laughs> the flex video. Yeah, that was great. Oh it was my God, so, so funny. But yeah, I'm going to shout-out good old, <laughs> shout good old, good old JonTron. He's, good he's old Johnny T. He's at a, he's stay at a rough, away from politics. Stick to yeah, comedy. he's at he's at a rough yeah, he's just, at a rough bit of time there, but he uh, yeah. he's he makes good content. So go watch I mean, him. John be, Tron show. It could be worse. He could be saying the N word. Yeah. Yeah. Thank God, yeah. he's not fucking PewDiePie. PewDiePie, <laughs> just stop talking and just play games. Just like, go just away, play, PewDiePie. Nobody likes streams. you anyway. <laughs> just just let's stream games without any words, and you'll be fine. He doesn't need to uh, do anything. He doesn't need any more money. Exactly. He could just like coast for the rest of his life. He's he's like. Millions of dollars rich. Anyway, Dan, you're up. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at F-A-T-A-X-666. And that's about it. Sweet. And Evan, closing out the show. Currently don't have a Twitter or a YouTube page, but, um, I mean, you can always just direct message me on the LinkedIn, I guess. I don't know. What do kids use these days? Instagrams? Snapchat. They use Plurb. You can just find me on Plurb. Um, that's up to you. No, it's just, you know, if you want to reach me, you can always email me at jgreen89 at gmail.com. Evan, yeah. Evan what's your Snapchat uh, username again? Uh, jgreen69. Oh. Oh, that's a sexy one. Everybody follow jgreen69. Email jgreen89 at gmail. Ask for Evan Moore, and you'll get... Yeah, ask for me directly, and you'll get me. Or Steve. <laughs> Excuse me, and you'll yeah. get me. We got video reviews coming up, too. Yep. Warriors. All right, ladies and gentlemen, have a good plurb. Good night. <laughs>